It's easy, it's cheap, and the best part, it gets past the blood-sucking traffic, especially in cities like Bangalore, way quicker than your regular four-wheeler taxi cabs. I'm talking about Rapido, the pioneer of bike taxis in India. It runs operations in more than 100 cities and clocks over 750,000 bike rides every single day. So it comes as no surprise that the bike taxi startup controls 60% of the market in the country. An average ticket size on the app is just 60 rupees. So you can imagine how accessible that makes Rapido to people from all walks of life, especially women. Women who trust the app to take them from point A to point B safely. I mean, that's the least one can expect, right? Yet, if you've heard anything about Rapido lately, it's probably about how it has been letting its women customers down with regards to safety. In April this year, a woman in Bangalore literally had to jump off a Rapido bike to escape being sexually harassed by the driver. Can you imagine? I'm going to give you some details of the incident, so please take this as a trigger warning. Not only did that driver grope her, he also took her phone away, saying that he wanted to see the OTP. A little more than a month ago, in another incident, again in Bangalore, a Rapido driver sexually harassed a woman while driving. It was in a secluded area, so the woman couldn't even cry for help. And it doesn't end there. Somehow, he even managed to access her phone number and started sending her inappropriate messages on WhatsApp. These are not one-off incidents. Customers have also reported cases of theft and impersonation by drivers. How is this happening? And is Rapido even doing anything to fix this? Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from The Ken. I'm your host, Nikdar Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Friday, the 8th of September. What is keeping Rapido from fixing these customer safety issues? My colleague Shivani Varma, a reporter at the Ken, spoke to a bunch of Rapido users, drivers, and some industry executives. It all starts with how easy it is to get on Rapido. Not just for a customer, but even for drivers. Rapido likes to call them captains. All they need to start working as Rapido bike taxi captains are three documents a driving license, a vehicle registration certificate or RC, and an Aadhaar or PAN card, and a selfie of the rider. That is it. Nothing else. As soon as these documents are uploaded, the driver can start accepting rides. A driver told us how making a Rapido Captain bike ID is a two-minute process. No wait time for documents to be verified. Let's see what other ride-hailing apps do in this department. A rider told the Ken that Ola's procedure is similar. He said that Ola also asked for police verification when he was onboarded a year ago. But for Rapido, this condition is entirely missing. 
But the other four riders that the Ken spoke with said that there is no police verification required for either Ola, Rapido or Uber. Now, it is possible that these drivers were not aware of these authentications, which is if they are happening at all. But Shivani spoke to an executive from the industry who told her that Uber does do background checks, including police verification, through a third party. An Uber spokesperson told us that they regularly carry out these processes to uphold safety standards. The verification process at Uber takes a day to complete across all vehicle categories. And that is their global policy. So if you compare the three bike taxi apps, it does seem like Uber has the most strict rules. But at Rapido? Well, a rider told us that the level of scrutiny is barely existent. Stay tuned for more on this. But before that, my colleague Akshar has a message for you. I don't know about you, but I often turn to Swiggy when I don't know what to order. But if I know that I want pizza, then I go directly to the Domino's app. Daily offers, 30-minute delivery, super functional interface. The Domino's app is just better for pizza delivery. I'm guessing many of you are nodding in agreement. Well, not just you and me, even the numbers speak for themselves. The Domino's app contributed to more than half of Domino's total sales in the final quarter of 2020. The app is so good, Patrick Doyle, the company's CEO between 2010 and 2018, is quoted as having said, Domino's is a technology company that delivers pizza. This assertion could not be more true in India. Zomato and Swiggy, the two food delivery platforms worth billions, have not been able to convince most of their users to order a Domino's pizza from their apps. What is the secret sauce? How did Domino's manage to retain its relative independence from Zomato and Swiggy? Why has no other brand been able to do this? Well, you'll have to read the story to find out. This story, written by the Ken staff writer Sita Raman, has been made available for free for exactly 24 hours, just for today, the 8th of September. So go ahead, give it a read and share away with your friends before the counter runs out. I am Akshaya from the Ken's Newsroom. Thank you for listening to us. If you like what we do, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Snigta. The rider told Shivani, and I'm quoting, sometimes captains even upload somebody else's vehicle registration certificates and get their documents approved. They also explained how riders exploit loopholes. Some of them join the platform with an electric vehicle or EV, which does not require a driving license. It is only later that they upgrade their ID to use a petrol vehicle and bypass the rule altogether. Another rider who worked with all three platforms said that it is quite easy to use someone else's Rapido or Ola account by accessing their phone number and one-time password. In the case of Uber, they said it requires them to add their photo while logging in. This step does not exist in Rapido and Ola. Also, Rapido does not ask for routine verifications or upgradation of documents once a captain or a driver has onboarded the platform. At least Ola verifies the documents every once in a while. The next thing is the training module. 
most ride-hailing apps require their drivers to go through a bunch of training videos that tell them about safety protocols, how to use the app, how to behave, etc. But out of the four Rapido drivers that the Ken spoke with, only one who joined the platform last year knew about these video tutorials. Others did not even know that they exist. Then there comes the issue of phone numbers. Remember the incident I mentioned where the Rapido driver was calling and sending inappropriate messages to a woman? How did he get her number? Rapido claims that every woman customer's contact number is masked to protect their privacy and their interaction with the driver or the captain happens only through app encryption. The Ken checked with 10 people to see whether they received a centralized number when calling a driver. Out of the 10, six of the users were women. Three out of the four men got the personal number of the captains. And for women, all but one got a centralized number while calling the driver. So why doesn't this feature work all the time for every customer, irrespective of their gender? Digital rights activist and researcher Srinivas Kodali told Shivani that there is a cost involved in using third-party services to route calls between drivers and customers. He said that if a customer calls the rider directly, Rapido has no cost. So it could be because it wants to save money. In early July, Rapido introduced night checks for rides between 10 at night and 6 in the morning. Through this, they were supposed to call to make sure that the customer had reached their destination safely. But the customers told us that these calls come so late that it doesn't even make sense. The loopholes are endless. Coming up next, we speak about the existing regulations, or actually the lack of them. We spoke to Janali Dani, a senior resident fellow at Vidhi Center for Legal Policy. Dani told us that across India, ride-hailing apps are not regulated properly. We have the Central Motor Vehicle Aggregators Guidelines of 2020, which requires states to come up with their own motor vehicle aggregator regulations. But guess what? It is only now that the states are beginning to come up with such rules. And in the absence of comprehensive rules and a uniform policy, there will be instances of some states making bike taxi operations legal or illegal. As of 2018, only 13 states in India allowed bike taxis to operate. In some cases, bike taxis carry on despite a ban. For example, in Delhi. Basically, the point is that there is no formal framework to report safety-related problems especially for bike taxi apps like Rapido, which run private two-wheelers with white number plates for commercial purposes. Rapido might be relying on its giant share of the market right now, but that advantage is not going to last forever. The only way that it can maintain its lead is if it stops cutting corners when it comes to the safety of its customers, especially women customers. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. 
I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien. 